everyone. Welcome to the Well Endowed Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Bonking. And I'm Andrew Paul. This podcast is brought to you by Edmonton Community Foundation, and we are a proud affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Edmonton is full of generous donors who've created endowment funds at ECF. These funds generate money to support charities in Edmonton and beyond. On this podcast, we share stories about how these funds help strengthen our community because it's good to be well endowed. On this episode, we find out about how EcoCity Edmonton grants are helping Edmonton become a climate-resilient city. EcoCity Edmonton grants are packing a big environmental punch in the city of Edmonton. These grants support projects that will lead to energy sustainability. To give you a sense of what these grants can do, past projects have included things like solar array installations, a community food center, active transportation programs, and much more. EcoCity Edmonton is a partnership between City of Edmonton, Edmonton Community Foundation, and Alberta EcoTrust. These three have come together to maximize their ability to give grants to a variety of environmental projects throughout Edmonton and greater area. But the work comes from the ground up. Projects are designed by schools, nonprofits, community leagues, and charities, groups that understand their local needs. Later in this episode, we're going to chat with Simon Irving, Program Manager at Alberta EcoTrust. He'll tell us more about how these grants work. But first, we want to introduce you to one of the many EcoCity grant recipients. One that shows just how big an impact one project can make within a community. We're going to go check out the Bissell Center Solar Array. Lisa Pruden met up with Louise. I'm Louise Trainer. I'm the Interim's Chief Operations Officer at Bissell Center. And Adrian. I'm Adrian Mohammed. I'm the uh, Master Electrician for Enable Global Energy. They took her to Bissell West. Our building on the west side of the street, uh, where we have installed or in the process of installing a solar array to offset our energy costs. And we're going to climb a ladder to the roof. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> Get the door. Are you going to be okay with all your yeah, do your hand? bags? Yeah. I'm going to put my mic in my pocket. All right. Should be fine. I think I'm going to be more worried about coming down than going up. <laughs> well, just let gravity be your guide. <laughs> I think that's what I worry about. <laughs> So there we were, on the rooftop of Bissell West, overlooking the neighborhood. There was a small crew working on the array, and a fair bit of wind, so you might hear that in the background. The Bissell Center aims to eliminate poverty, and Louise talked about why it is important to consider energy efficiency and sustainability as part of that goal. In the home, it might look like choosing between paying your utility bill or buying groceries. For the Bissell Center, building a solar array started as a good way to save some money, but they quickly saw the potential for this project to do more. So what we wanted to see in this project was a way to make Bissell Center more resilient in terms of offsetting our energy costs, but also to open the doors to our participants who work in our casual labor program to actually enter into an up-and-coming industry rather than picking up whatever is left over. We applied to EcoCity for funding, which we got, and then thought, well, we could hire any company to to do this. And actually quite good companies applied to work on the project. Um, But what we asked them as a value add was whether they'd be willing to make a 
social investment and train some of the folks that we work with in our casual labor program and NUO stepped up to, to take that challenge on and not only to train them but also then to employ them on the installation of the, of the array. This is where Adrian comes in. He's the master electrician at NUO Global Energy and he told me about his experience working on the project so far. It's been a quite interesting project uh, from, from up until this point. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very simple installation and uh, I really enjoy um, you know, working with the folks from the Bissell Center here, uh, you know, Louise and the folks in the Employment Center. We've been able to employ uh, maybe about, uh, in total, about six or seven folks throughout the, the project so far uh, for uh, from aspects of what we're doing right now, which is uh, installing the solar, to getting the equipment on the roof, to uh, moving snow, to spotting people or spotting uh, material movement and stuff like that. It's been, it's been wonderful. We, we uh, thoroughly enjoy it and appreciate uh, that, uh, that Louise has uh, trusted us with her uh, facility and uh, with her workers. Yeah, it's been great. And is this something that they could also put on their resume for future work? Yeah, absolutely. They can put this on their resume. They can put that they've done some formal training in the industry and uh, and have participated in, in an actual installation, which is uh, which is huge. Uh, you know, we we try to. Uh, eliminate or you know assist uh, hurdles to employment uh, uh, and, and break breaking down those barriers and uh, yeah it's it's it, I think it's very impactful to to the folks here that we've been working with I think the thing is that for a lot of folks transitioning into a new market is challenging and what we found is that when we've set that challenge in front of the folks that we work with and that work in our casual labor program, they've risen to that challenge. It's not a matter of lessening expectations, it's a matter of just being clear about this is the industry expectation and they've risen to it. So, so absolutely. Uh, everyone, you know, we, we, we do set the bar. So we are a construction company. We are, you know, uh, I've, I've been an oil and gas electrician since, um, you know, 2006. And, uh, and so I myself uh, had to transition as well. So uh, I find it very, um, yeah, it, it, it touches me in a special place when I know that fellow oil and gas workers are, are able to, um, get into the field or get some sort of pathway into the industry. Um, yeah, it's great. So can can you take us through a, a walkthrough of this array? Yeah, so this is a flat roof installation on the Bissell Center. Uh, the modules there, um, they're not uh, mounted flat. They're at about a 10 degree angle. We've got uh, 68 uh, uh, modules here. Each one of them uh, have a uh, 370 watt capacity. And so the total capacity of the system is uh, 25.2 kilowatts or 25,000 watts. Um, and according to uh, our calculations, uh, it's expected to produce about uh, 27,000 megawatt hours annually. So due to the nature of the Bissell Center, they're a high energy consumer. Uh, this will offset about 20% of their uh, consumption. Uh, which is which is pretty big. Um, if you take a look here, we've got this platform here. Uh, so part of the installation included uh, a future training session. So this section here, we're actually going to have six modules set up, just like those are over there. So uh, three rows of two, and. Uh, we can disassemble and reassemble this array. It's going to be on its own uh, circuit 
and it's for future uh, training sessions. So as as Louise and and her her group decide that okay, we're ready to have another group of folks uh, do a training session, they'll they'll handle the training session, and part of it would be the hands-on component right here on the roof for every inst uh, for every training session. So this is this was very very important for for us because. Um, uh, as primarily an education company, uh, we we want to see that people are um, are taken care of when it comes to uh, educating them and, and giving them that uh, um, that extra push into uh, an emerging in industry in Alberta. Yeah, I think one of the hopes that we have going forward is that not just Newell but other solar installers who are are going to respond to the challenge that the city of Edmonton has put in front of us to up the solar installation across the city, that other installers um, recognizing the project nature of their work will come to Bissell and you know, offer more opportunities for our trained laborers to get some more experience. Nuo and the Bissell Centre have already run two training groups for this project, and a third will be implemented once the array is complete. And, as we've heard, some of those trainees have already been hired to help with the Bissell's solar array installment. To find out what this has meant for some of the workers in the Bissell Centre community, Louise introduced me to Sarah Higgins. This is Sarah. Hi. Sarah's our employment manager. Nice to meet you. I asked Sarah what she likes most about her role. There's many aspects that I love, but what I really love to see is our community empowering each other and empowering themselves. I often look at it as our opportunity to walk on their journey with them and the decisions that they make are their own and we are there to support those decisions, whatever they may be. Sarah also told me about how getting their workers on direct deposit has helped them grow towards financial independence. So we did intentionally have the workers all go on to a direct deposit payment method. So um, we then were able to see a couple of workers go from expecting that daily cash and relying on that to kind of getting some wraparound supports to go through the normal cycle of payment, which is a two-week period, and then become financially more independent with the direct deposit. So that, to me, is, is really huge. So that's a great example of how Employment Services is integrating that financial empowerment along with job opportunities. Absolutely. So it's not just about having cash at the end of the day, but starting to think through, okay, what happens tomorrow, what happens the next day, and being able to kind of overcome that crisis that people can find themselves in. Yeah, and then finding sort of what we all do, right? How do we budget? How do we ensure that um, we're able to get transportation for the two weeks? Just really, again, empowering ourselves so that we know when our pay is coming in and how we can be self-sufficient until then. It's really been huge, that aspect of it, for sure. We see really, really positive and tangible outcomes, which I think was really important for um, the participants of the program is that it wasn't just kind of a feel-good program, walk away and really walk into nothing. Adrian has been able to draw from the pool of workers and utilize them and hire them and that, you know, that in any form of um, a, a job program is the outcome that we want to see is some tangible results. So. so this single project of one solar array on top of Bissell Centre West has evolved to make a big impact. Yeah, it was started as a way to save a bit of money on our electrical bills. And then it moved into, well, we're actually in the business of alleviating poverty, not just saving money. 
so we better make this tangible and real for the folks we work with. Mm -hmm. And now um, to have the opportunity to have people who are able to step into that industry, um, because we did a survey of the folks in our community space and found about 90% of them were former oil and gas heavy industry workers. And so for them to be able to make that transition into an up and coming market is, is very exciting. The Bissell Centre Solar Array is a great example of the kind of projects supported by EcoCity Edmonton grants. These grants support a variety of projects throughout Edmonton and greater area that aim to help our community become more energy efficient and resilient to climate change. Now I'd like to introduce you to Simon. So hi, uh, my name is Simon Irving and I am the Program Manager at the Alberta EcoTrust Foundation. We connected on a phone call and I asked him to tell us about Alberta EcoTrust and how they came to be a part of EcoCity Edmonton. Sure. So uh, Alberta EcoTrust is a foundation that's based here in uh, Alberta, and uh, the vision that we have is healthy ecosystems for all Albertans. So what that looks like is Alberta EcoTrust really works to try and support the people uh, and the projects that are addressing Alberta's most pressing environmental issues. So for the partnership with uh, ECF and the city, um, how, how did that come to be? So, I mean, it was a little bit before my time, so I'll, I'll, I'll recount it as best that I can. Uh, but it's my understanding that the city of Edmonton had uh, um, run it, tried to run a grant program previous uh, to 2015 to fund a lot of this environmental work uh, and, and climate change work in the city, uh, and they were finding it, um, you know, pretty administratively burdensome, and so. We had an established relationship with the city of Edmonton, and they uh, reached out to us and thought, hey, maybe you could help us out in administering this program. And so the first year, EcoTrust and the city of Edmonton uh, did so. And then I believe the second year, the Edmonton Community Foundation came on. It seemed like a really great opportunity for three different organizations to come together and really try and maximize our impact and maximize the investments that we can make in the communities. So for those kinds of investments, what, what are you looking at? What kind of projects get funded with these grants? So um, really the intent behind the grant program uh, is to support community-based and community-led projects that are going to align with the City of Edmonton's goal of being an energy-sustainable and climate-resilient city. Um, so the, the city has kind of two really great uh, strategies. Uh, the first is an energy transition strategy. Uh, the second is the Climate Resilient Edmonton, so their Adaptation Strategy and Action Plan. So if you're feeling really nerdy and are super interested in uh, in, in what the City of Edmonton is doing on, the, on those two files, I'd encourage you to visit their website and, and, and check out those two plans. But really, the intent is that these are big, huge citywide plans, and um, EcoCity Edmonton is, is really trying to fund community-led projects that can align with and kind of help support and catalyze both the energy transition um, and also to, to build a stronger climate resilience within the city. So that can look like a range of different things. Uh, there's kind of two grant streams that, that we we have under EcoCity Edmonton that have a little bit different projects on each. Uh, the first is something we call the Infrastructure Acceleration Grant. So these are larger grants of up to $50,000. And so they, they have like a physical infrastructure piece. So that could be a renewable energy system, like a solar panel uh, or solar array. It could be building retrofits, energy efficiency, um, any sort of uh, physical piece like that. Um, but all of them, in addition to having the physical 
uh, installation also have some component of education or community engagement or outreach or uh, perhaps capacity building uh, or job skills training. Basically, what we're looking for is projects that can reduce GHGs, but that also, in at the same time as they're reducing GHGs, they're building community capacity and building, uh, building stronger and more resilient communities. Just a quick note here. GHG stands for Greenhouse Gas Emissions. Okay, back to Simon. We have another smaller grant stream, uh, which funds projects up to $20,000, and that's what we call a community action grant. And so with this stream, we're looking for projects that maybe that don't necessarily have to have the actual infrastructure piece, but uh, projects that are in some way building the capacity of communities to respond to and adapt to climate change. So, and just to kind of emphasize that, you know, we really want communities, you know, to identify these needs themselves and come with project ideas because it's the communities themselves that um, have the capacity and, and the knowledge and the understanding of, of what their unique community needs. What makes you so excited about this work and about these grants? It's it's a couple things, but I think probably the most exciting thing is just the the range of different ideas and creativity that we're seeing from communities. Um, and, and this is just this grant program is such a great example of of multiple projects that are are perhaps coming at it from a climate change angle or from an energy transition angle, um, but also ending up with uh, a whole bunch of other ancillary benefits and, and, and co-benefits to any sort of project. And to me, that's really exciting that we can we can sort of start reframing some projects in some instances that have to do with climate change from, um, you know, what is this kind of a really scary and, 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 you know, big and scary issue to, hey, here's an opportunity to not only uh, – mitigate climate change and reduce CO2 and emissions, but also kind of build the capacity of our community and like build a greater sense of community. It's just really neat for me to be able to see all of the applications and interact with all the grantees and all these really amazing uh, and creative people like Luis at the Bissell Center and like so many other grantees. What do people need to know if they want to apply? Yeah, uh, well, a couple things. I mean, just from a from a deadline perspective, um, the grant is opening for this year in 2020 on March 16th, and then they have an application period, um, and the applications themselves are due April 17th um, from kind of a tangible who can apply and who can't. Um, the organizations that are eligible would include uh, registered nonprofits, charities, uh, community leagues, schools, as well as area First Nations. Um, project eligibility. I mean, the project itself um, has to kind of hit on, on on everything we've we've talked about today, uh, and also has to take place within the greater Edmonton area. So, the city of Edmonton, as well as the surrounding counties of Leduc, Parkland, Strathcona, Sturgeon, uh, as well as area First Nations. I think the biggest thing uh, that I, w- I would say folks need to know or that I would encourage you to do is to reach out. Um, we, we're really, really keen to talk to folks prior to their grant application um, to you know, perhaps give them some feedback, make sure that they're eligible, um, but as well just you know, we're, we're very relational in the, in the way that we like to grant. And, and so um, it's always great for, for myself and the team here to, to get to know folks uh, a little bit prior to their application. So you know, check out our website, albertaecotrust.com slash ecocityedmonton, or reach out to us kind of directly at grants at albertaecotrust.com. But if you have an idea, just please don't hesitate to, to pick up the phone and, and give me a call, and, and I'm always happy to chat. Simon also wanted to make sure that we knew about some of the great resources 
from the city of Edmonton. I think it's really exciting to see all of the work that the city of Edmonton is doing around climate change. Um, they have a really amazing website as well um, that folks can look at and maybe get some inspiration for projects that you can undertake in your own city. Um, that website is changeforclimate.ca. So, uh, you know, if this has kind of sparked some interest or, or some thought for folks, um, you know, that's a great place to start and, and, and start thinking about uh, the ways that climate change is going to affect uh, your community uh, and the ways that you can, you can uh, you know, come up with some projects and, and some fun, exciting ideas uh, to undertake in the community yourself. So if your synapses are already starting to light up with EcoCity possibilities, please reach out to EcoCity Edmonton to find out how they can help fund your idea. As we learned in our time at the Bissell Centre, these projects can have a huge impact. Before we had climbed down from the roof, Louise told me about what she has seen with the Bissell Centre's solar array project so far. On a broad scale, I think it's a great example of how alleviating poverty is actually the work of the entire community, whether it was from the Efficiency Alberta funding we did our energy audit with, whether it's from EcoCity and the city and the community foundation, whether it's from companies coming and hiring folks and doing the work for us, and then also our social services. Um, all of those things came together to make this possible, that we would all have a vision that things could be different, that we could actually make a dent in the situation that people, our neighbors, find themselves in and that we would make that difference together. It's not just about what Bissell can do, it's not just about what Nuo can do, it's not just about the government, it's actually all of us coming together, I think is the, the most impactful piece for me. Thank you very much to all our guests today, Louise Trainer and Adrian Mohammed, for showing us Bissell Center's solar array and making sure Lisa didn't fall down the ladder. Sarah Higgins for telling us a bit more about Bissell's employment services. And Simon Irving for telling us all about EcoCity Edmonton grants and how folks can apply. Friends, we have all the links as always, including how to contact EcoCity Edmonton, more about Bissell Centre, and a really cool link to the Alberta EcoTrust Projects map. This map shows you all of the work happening in our province and right here in Edmonton. Projects that have been funded by EcoCity Edmonton and other Alberta EcoTrust grants. There are 48 projects just in Edmonton alone, including the Bissell Centre Solar Array. Edmonton's kind of a big deal in this respect. So be sure to check out our show notes and click on all the things. On our last episode, we told you about the Investment Readiness Program, but we thought it would be better if someone else came in to explain it further, because it's a very cool opportunity. We'd like to introduce you to Brooks. Hi, my name is Brooks Hanowich. I am one of the project leads for the IRP Investment Readiness Program uh, rollout here in Alberta. I'm also the project lead for the Alberta Social Enterprise and Social Finance Ecosystem Project. So these two things are, you know, kind of combining in that sense. So the Investment Readiness Program is a federal government program designed to help social enterprises across Canada to grow, flourish, and get ready to seek investment. And so um, what that means is it's an opportunity for social enterprises and social purpose businesses to hire contractors, consultants that help move their business forward in the hopes that in the future that could be near term, it could be a longer term, that they're ready to seek investment. A social enterprise, the definition that we use um, for this is um, a mission-driven organization that sells goods or services to earn a revenue while also helping to achieve social, cultural, or environmental goals. We really encourage people to think about where is your social enterprise or social purpose business right now, and what service do you need to kind of move you along to make the next stage towards investment in the future. 
So if you're a social enterprise or social purpose business and you are looking to become investment ready, grow your business, if you have a idea that you want to you know, take the next step forward, be it a viability plan, business planning, those types of things. If you have an existing enterprise and you want to grow, right, that entire spectrum of where your enterprise might be now and where you can go in the future, um, this is a really great opportunity. You know, it is open to co-ops, to nonprofits, to charities, and to for-profit entities. You know, the the amount of different types of opportunities and things that you can do with the money is is pretty large and wide. And and if you're putting in an application, you're thinking about it. Um, first and foremost, we're here to help. If you have questions, if something's confusing, if you're wondering about definitions, you can email us at irpalberta at gmail.com. It really is an exciting program. Brooks describes it as a seed towards developing a larger social enterprise ecosystem. Well, the, the lovely part for me, so the Alberta Ecosystem Project, this Alberta social um, enterprise social finance ecosystem, um, the real beauty of the investment readiness program is it allows us to really reach a lot of either existing social enterprises or people that are, are starting to conceive of what they might do or what this might be for them and social purpose businesses. And, you know, I, I really see that project and the IRP as kind of the first seed of a much broader kind of connection and network and ecosystem for social enterprises and social finance organizations. We'll be sure to have all the links and contact information for the Investment Readiness Program in our show notes. There will be three rounds of applications for the IRP. The first round closes on February 10, but if you've missed that one, there'll be two more rounds this year. The next is expected to open in the summer and the third in the fall. So if you have a social enterprise that is looking to become investment ready, be sure to keep an eye out. Thanks to Brooks Hanowich for telling us more about the Investment Readiness Program. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for tuning in and sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed the show, and if you did, be sure to share it with your friends. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are a big help, and it's always great to hear your feedback. You can also follow us on Facebook, where you can share your thoughts and see some pics. Thanks again for tuning in. We've been your hosts, Andrew Paul. And Elizabeth Bonking. Until Until next next time. time. The Well Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation. And is an affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. The show is edited by Lisa Pruden. You can visit our website at thewellendowedpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter at the ECF. Our theme music is by Octavo Productions. And as always, don't forget to visit Edmonton Community Foundation at ecfoundation.org. Well endowed.